Hello, everybody listening. Welcome back to episode 24 of the Nothing But Sports podcast. Hope you're all having a lovely uh, weekend This uh, as I'm recording this right now on Saturday afternoon. Today we're not gonna. Today we're gonna talk about an, a decent amount of stuff. We're gonna talk about the New York Knicks. I realized I haven't touched on them at all this this season. I compl- I forgot to touch on them on the, uh, during the draft. So we're gonna talk about their play because it hasn't been bad recently. We're gonna talk about the rumors of Deshaun Watson. It just came out earlier today. The two teams that he is preferredly wanting a trade to. And finally, we're going to get into the conference championships NFL re, um, preview. And then we might recap some of the, or we're going to recap a couple of the games from last weekend. So let's get it started. Let's start with the New York Knicks. So the New York Knicks took an L last night, which was unfortunate, 103-94 to the Sacramento Kings. Kind of a disappointing one, considering, you know, they had just beaten the Warriors. But in the NBA, uh, you can't really judge a team off the first couple, you know, you can't judge a team off one game just because of how long the season is. So everyone's due to have a couple bad games here and there. But yeah, the New York Knicks are now eight and nine on the season, which is pretty good. <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying this because they're the, they're below 500, but that is very good for this New York Knicks team. The Knicks didn't pick up seven wins last year till 25 games into the season, and now we've got eight through fifth, eight through 17, which is pretty good. So, and I've been telling people off. Off air, not on this podcast, but I'm telling people, you know, this team has the potential to be decent. They have a potential. I'm not saying they're going to go with the championship. They might not even make the playoffs, but still, they have the chance to be decent. You know, bring some good basketball back to New York. Something that we didn't think any Knicks fan didn't think was going to happen for a long, long time. So, it's good to see that, you know, there's some good good play in New York. Um, 8-9 again. Julie, I don't know what's going on, but Julius Randle is playing an unbelievable level of basketball. He's averaging a double-double, which is unbelievable. I don't know. Maybe the draft pick of Obi Toppin really woke him up because Obi has not been, you know, because Obi was set to replace him, but he's playing really well. Um, that being said, I still would like to see more of Obi, Obi play. Uh, Tom Thibodeau's done a great job on the defensive end of the basketball. Knicks are, I think, recently they're top two in defense in pretty much all categories, which is kind of surprising. Um... Just the, the three-point shooting sometimes can be lackluster. It was lackluster last night. It was lackluster against the Magic, even though they were able to use the defense to win. Um, and turnovers. Turnovers, for some reason, just kill to haunt the Knicks down the stretch. I mean, especially the, if you know what I'm talking about. You know the game against the Cavs where they it was close, and in the end they turned it over three or four times and lost the game. And even last night, you know, they were down by 10, down by 12, cut the gap to two, and R.J. Barrett and the R.J. Barrett threw in a couple silly turnovers. Alfred Payton did not play well, had a couple turnovers. Uh, Julius Randle missed a couple free, missed a free throw. So, you know, it's just those late kind of things late down the stretch you got to worry about. But if the Knicks can just hover around this margin for the rest of the season, it's all good. If they can hover around a game below or above 500, because... Remember, because of COVID and the 10-game shortened season, there's a play-in tournament for seeds 7 through 10. So all you got to do is be not one of those f- the four worst teams in the NBA. And I don't think the Knicks are on that level of bad. I think they can qualify. I think they can get the, the ninth spot or the eighth spot, something like that, and get to the playoff tourna- play-in tournament, which would, be, which would be a huge win. Even if they don't get out of the playoff tournament and get to the actual playoffs, it would be a huge win for Nick fans, considering how bad they've been in the past. So, yeah, very pleased with what's been going on. I think Julius Randle at this rate would probably be an all-star, which is kind of crazy to think about. Um, Emmanuel quickly has been playing great. A lot of people slated the Knicks for not taking um, R.J. Hampton number uh, with their with their second overall. You know, no, sorry, um, 
not RJ Hampton, but a lot of people slated the Knicks for taking quickly at 18, and um, it's really turned out well. I, I didn't know what to think of it. A lot of people said he was a very good player at Kentucky. So he, he also remember he did play, like I said, played at Kentucky. That means he can handle the pressure of being in Kentucky because you know it's a it's a big basketball school. So that's good. He's been playing well. RJ Barrett's looked pretty good. He's getting his shot better and better, which is great. And yeah, at least being competitive, not getting blown off the map constantly and looking horrible. So good good signs of basketball in New York. I just want to get that off my chest because I realized I hadn't talked about it yet. But yeah, I'm disappointed they lost last night, but I like what I'm seeing from the team. I like that I'm seeing the fight, the heart, and this is good. This is good. This is good basketball in New York. Something I thought I wouldn't say for maybe the whole of my lifetime. But yeah, that's, that, that's, that's good. And yeah, can't wait to see what the rest of the season holds. Next up, Deshaun Watson has announced that his two preferable destinations for a trade are the Jets and the Dolphins. What? Are you serious? I mean, of all due respect to Deshaun Watson, are you serious? Those are the two teams you pick? Dolphins, I understand. I can understand the Dolphins. Um, but I just don't think the Dolphins are going to give up Tua. Because the the uh, the Texans are going to ask for... here. Here's what they're probably going to ask for in this Deshaun Watson deal. They're probably going to ask for Tua. And they're going to ask for their fourth round pick, the Dolphins. And remember... The Dolphins actually have that fourth-round pick because of a trade with the Texans. So the Texans are going to want that fourth overall pick back. So that's probably what they're going to ask for. So they're going to ask for those two things. They're going to ask for the quarterback you drafted fifth overall last year. They're going to ask for your fourth overall pick that you traded, that you got from them through a trade. And you're probably and you're probably going to get, um, I'm assuming you're probably going to have to give up another weapon. You might have to give up maybe, um, I don't know, you might have to give up uh, you might have to give up Gaskin, maybe, because David Johnson is just not it in in Houston. So you might have to give up Miles Gaskin in the backfield, which would be pretty pretty detrimental. And you might also have to give I don't know, maybe a third, fourth string wide receiver, which you probably could do. But that's a lot, and maybe you're probably gonna have to give him a, a, another first round pick to consider. So you're gonna have to give up your young quarterback who we've had for one year. You've got to give up your fourth overall pick from this year. Maybe one more first round pick one of your better premier players on on offense, or maybe even defense, one of your premier players, and maybe a couple second rounders. That's that's a lot to get Deshaun Watson. I don't know if the Dolphins are going to do that because the Dolphins had a very good season. They won 10 games. I mean, yeah, they didn't make the playoffs, but that was just how competitive the AFC was. And Tua, with all due respect, Tua did not have a phenomenal year. You know, he didn't have a, he didn't have a mind-blowing year. Remember, he sat the first six games behind Fitzpatrick, and in the games he did play, he was okay. He went, what was it? Let's see, three and three. So he, as a starter, he went seven and three, but he was pulled in the game against the Oakland Raiders. So maybe we can chalk that one out as of, out of his resume. So six and three, he got carried by the defense in his first start. So, you know, there were times where he didn't play well, but he's only a rookie. So I don't know if you're going to give up on him after one season where he didn't even play a complete full 16 game season. So I, I don't know. I just really don't know if the Dolphins are going to give him give him up. I mean, Deshaun Watson's a phenomenal talent. I mean, he's once in maybe generation, so maybe they will do it because they don't see Tua as a generational talent. That's a big move to because you, you got you drafted this guy over Justin Herbert. Remember, I was in favor of that, and now you're going to trade him after one year and realistically give up on him on a year where he didn't even play that bad. He played okay, but he didn't play poorly. He wasn't horrible on the year. So we'll we'll see what happens, but. Hey, if Deshaun Watson comes to Miami, I think they're a guaranteed playoff team. But I don't know. 
I don't know. I I would all, I would also I would I think I'd also put the Dolphins in the playoffs with Tua this uh this next coming season. So yeah, that's an interesting situation there. But why would you want to go? But secondly, why would you want to go to the Jets? Can you? Where is the logic? I mean, maybe it's because the market is so big in New York, and you want to be the star of New York and bring promise to a franchise that's absolutely horrible. The Jets are maybe the only franchise, but alongside Jacksonville, that is worse right now than the Houston Texans. You want to go to a worse franchise? I, I don't under I don't understand it, man. And you can also make the argument. What was the argument that the Deshaun Watson had an incredible year? He went. Threw for 4,000 yards. was absolutely phenomenal. Led them back so many times for only for their defense to choke it away. But he, had no, he also had no weapons. But you're not really improving if you go to the Jets. I mean, realistically, you can honestly make an argument that the Houston Texans have a better offensive scheme, have a better offensive weapons than the New York Jets. Who's the Jets' best wide receiver? Probably Crowder. I mean, I think Will Fuller is way better than Crowder backfield you probably give the edge to David Johnson because the Jets don't really have a running back (laughs) I mean I don't know maybe maybe it's because the defense of the Jets is better I mean that's the only reason I can see you wanting to go but I don't know why you want to be traded to a team that was 32nd in offensive efficiency that's the worst in the NFL I don't know man I mean I know Deshaun Watson's a miracle worker but uh, I don't know if he, he would probably take the Jets up to what top middle of the pack average but Man, I don't see the Jets competing for another couple years. Not to mention, you're also picking a division that has the Buffalo Bills in it. <laughs> so, I don't know. You're probably not going to win the division for the next couple years. So, this is a really interesting move that you want to go to the Jets. Also, I mean, the Jets are going to be hands down willing to give the Houston Texans whatever they want for Deshaun Watson. They're going to give him, they're probably going to give him their second overall pick from this year, which will most likely be Justin Fields. Then they'll probably throw in a couple guys, you know, um, let's. Throw it. You, I see. The thing is, who would they give up? <laughs> There's not many people in the value. Would you give up Sam Darnold? I mean, if you're if you're giving the second overall pick to the Houston Texans, surely they're going to want to take Fields, and they're not going to bother with Sam Darnold. Is Sam Darnold going to be your backup, or will you try and ship Sam Darnold off to somewhere else for a second or third? I mean, maybe for a third round pick. Because I don't think you're getting more than a second round. You're not getting more than a third round pick for Sam Darnold. I mean, if you can get, what, like two-thirds and a, you know, if you can get like a third and a fourth maybe for Sam Darnold, that would be a win. But realistically, I see him picking up like two fourth-round picks for Darnold. He's just not that valuable. So is that your situation, or do you want to keep him as a backup? But, you know, he's extremely wrong. young. You did draft him. You took a chance on him. I don't know. This is really, but I'm just baffled that he wants to go to the Jets. Like, out of all the teams, he wants to go to the Jets. Like, the, I'm, with all due, I know a lot of Jets fans, but. The Jets are the clowns of the NFL. They're, I mean, actually, you know, the Houston Texans are probably the biggest clowns right now, but the Jets in recent years have been the biggest clowns. That The only reason I can see him going, and it's a very faint reason, is because of their defense. That's it. And because of head coach Robert Sala, who's probably going to do another great job with the defense. So maybe, maybe that's why he wants to go, but... Man, you gotta look. You should look otherwhere, bro. Look at San Francisco. Look, <laughs> San Francisco would be a great option, option for you. Um, any team is willing to take you. You can probably even go to a team like Oakland. They can, they'll probably give up on Derek Carr for you. Oakland's got some good weapons. They've got Henry Ruggs. They've got Josh Jacobs. They had a pretty good season. Um, Gruden, I know, keeps collapsing him down the stretch, but that's because Derek Carr is not just. Yeah, I don't know. Oakland would be. 
willing to take you. So many teams, even the even Giants fans, I, I think I'd be willing to take you, even though Daniel Jones is there. I'd be willing to take Deshaun Watson. Patriots would be willing to take you. Literally, the only teams that wouldn't be willing to take you are Tampa Bay, the, the basically the four teams right now in the playoffs would not be willing to take you. Tampa Bay, G, uh, Kansas City, my, uh, Buffalo, and Green Bay. Those are the only four teams that wouldn't be willing to take you. You can go to any other 28 teams, and they would start you the next season, no matter how good their quarterback is. They would they would start you in. They would If you went to Cleveland, they'd probably give up on Baker for you. If they went to Pittsburgh, you uh, I know they signed Haskins up, but they'd start you over Ben Roethlisberger. They would... Literally, you can go anywhere and you will start. You can anywhere with decent offensive weapons. You can go to Minnesota with Dalvin Cook. They would give up on Kirk Cousins. They'd probably trade Cousins. You you can go anywhere. Chicago. Chicago, Chicago would be a very good fit, actually. Because they're, they're looking to trash Trubisky. You've got a couple good wide receivers in Allen Robinson. You've got a good backfield guy in David Montgomery. And you've got a pretty good defense. I mean, that that's a great option, Chicago. I didn't. I just thought of that off the top of my head. Yeah, I mean, okay, maybe the only other team that's not willing to take you is Seattle with Russell Wilson. But any, to me, the best place for him to go is San Francisco. I've said it, if someone wants to go in the office, San Francisco is the best place to go. They, with Jimmy Garoppolo, they won 13 games. The defense, think about that. Think about that defense. That defense is going to be fully healthy next year. Bosa's going to be back. Um, Bosa's going to be back. Mostert, Raheem Mostert will hopefully be in there healthy. Tevin Coleman, you know that 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 those two at the running back position. Uh, Debo Samuel, a great a great um, receiver, physical runner that can run the jet sweeps for you. Brandon Ayuk, a young young um, a young uh, stud receiver. There's so much talent on that 49ers team. Like they went, I think they went what six and ten this year without anybody. Man, I don't know, bro. The Jets out of all places. Really? You want to go to the Jets? And I know I'm saying that a lot, but it's just like me thinking out loud, like, why would he want to go to the Jets when there's options like San Francisco? San Francisco, <laughs> like, when there's offering, offering, when there's options like San Francisco, even Chicago, Chicago made the playoffs at 8-8 eight and eight last year. Um, Yeah, just, bro, come on, you're better than the Jets. You're better than the Jets. There's If the Jets can do this, they're going to do it, 100%. They're going to obviously want to take him. Yeah, they need a guy like him. But yeah, ah man, this is just weird that you're willing to go to New York. You're going cuz you want to win, bro. You want to win. You're about to enter the prime of your career. You want to win like Patrick Mahomes. You know, you want to win like that and you want to go to the the team that's the second worst? Man, bro. I I don't know. I mean, like you can just hear me like trying to think like what what are the upsides for the Jets? They've given away all their young they've given away all their talent on the offensive side of the ball. Think about it. Their best wide receiver, Robbie Anderson, they let them walk in free agency. Your your running back, Le'Veon Bell, got rid of him, cut him. Frank Gore is probably not going to be there next year, so you're not going to have anyone in the backfield. Wide receivers, your best talent is what, Crowder, maybe? T- tight end, Ryan Griffin? I mean, where, where else do you want to look? Where's the su- supreme talent on the offensive side of the ball? Tell me. You've got a decent offensive line that can protect Sam Darnold. And you've got a decent defense with Quinn Williams, but still, where where is the talent? Where is the young talent on this Jets team? I, I just don't see it. But yeah, that's my little tangent about that. If I was Deshaun Watson, I'd go anywhere but the Jets. San Francisco, for me, would be the best option for him right now. San Francisco, 
maybe even New England. I don't know about New England, but San Francisco would be a great option for him. But who knows? Maybe they might go with Cam Newton. Maybe they might. Maybe San Francisco might trade for Matt Ryan. I don't know. But like I said, I'll say it again: 49ers' best chance for Deshaun Watson to go. Now let's get into the and all right. That's my little tangent on that. Now let's get into the NFL NFC Championship AFC Championship game previews. For this week, um, we're, I'm not gonna really talk about last week too much. Last week, I went one and three, and some five and five on the postseason, which is pretty bad. Um, I got I got pretty much all the games. I don't know why. Why in the world did I pick the Rams? That was that was stupid. Um, but yeah, we're gonna start in the AFC. Let's start with the later game because I want to do the NFC last. AFC: Patrick Mahomes, who is playing. I might add, I don't know if he's 100, percent but he is playing. He will be taking on Josh Allen, the Red Hot Buffalo Bills. Kansas City will host with fans, but knowing Bills Mafia, there's probably going to be a decent amount of them there. Um, even if Mahomes is not 100% healthy, I got Kansas City. They played um they they played pretty well against the against the Cleveland Browns, held them to 17 points defensively. Also, I will say the one real weakness that the Kansas City Chiefs defense has is that they can't stop the run. But the bright side is Buffalo can't run the football at all. They are literally physically incapable of running the football. That I mean, that's just it. Both teams, I think, are pretty physically incapable of running the football. Except because, I, I mean, I would favor the Chiefs more if Clyde Edwards-Hilaire was playing. Because the last time they played, the uh, the Chiefs went loose on him. Hilaire, Hilaire rushed for 126 yards on him or something like that. But no, no Edwards-Hilaire. Le'Veon Bell is clearly not what he used to be. He's clearly moving in slow motion sometimes, but yeah. But again, the, the the Chiefs defense, I think, will play well to it. Josh Allen also, keep in mind, Josh Allen has a fumbling problem. And knowing Steve Spagnola, he's going to dial up a bunch of blitzes. So Allen's going to get hit hard. So you can maybe see Allen lose a fumble or two in this football game. So that's, that's it. But So yeah, I'm going to go with the Chiefs. To win this game, I think their offense is going to be too much. Buffalo's defense played unbelievable last uh, last week. I was not expecting that. I thought the Ravens would run rampant on them. But they were, they were Buffalo held strong and really bottled up Lamar Jackson. But the problem is, run defense ain't going to help you against the Kansas City Chiefs because the Kansas City Chiefs can't run the football. <laughs> I mean, they gave up so many yards. They gave up almost 500 yards to the Colts. Phillip Rivers went crazy on them in the, uh, in the wild card game. I can't remember off the top of my head how many yards Philip Rivers had passing, but he went pretty he went pretty crazy on them. Uh they weren't they weren't really able to stop it. They're also still cap they're also still capable of giving up a lot a lot of big plays, a lot of um explosive plays. And the Chiefs that's what the Chiefs do best. So I, I just think like style style wise, this is not a good matchup for the Buffalo Bills. It just in general. Yeah. So Philip Rivers went for 309 and two touchdowns on him. That's pretty good receiving and now you've got Patrick Mahomes coming in, who's still not, who, even if he's not 100%, is still better than most of the QBs in the NFL. So, yeah, I'm going to go with the Chiefs. I think it's going to be close, but I got the Chiefs winning 31-24, something around those lines. Let's go to Casey. Casey gets back to the Super Bowl. Now, let's move on. Green Bay versus Tampa Bay. Rodgers versus Brady. Uh, I bet against both these teams last week. Stupid, actually, not so stupid to bet against Brady because it was the Saints. But, um... Yeah, Aaron Rodgers and the Rams. Aaron Rodgers really carved up that Rams defense. That Rams defense, keep in mind, was number one in passing and number one overall. And they, he completely carved them up. However, now they, their life doesn't get any easier because they got the number one run defense. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are number one in run-stopping ability. 
And the last time they played in Week 6, Packers got absolutely trounced for their worst defeat of the season, 38-10. Rodgers threw two interceptions, including a pick six. Uh, Green Bay actually went up 10-0 in that game, and then uh, Tampa Bay proceeded to score 38 unanswered points. The game is at Lambeau Field, but I've already checked. No snow in progress. I mean, even if there was snow, it doesn't really matter. Tom Brady played in the most depressing of all places, New England. Foxborough weather in December. It's just almost as wor- it's not as worse as Lambeau, but it's pretty bad. <laughs> Twenty, uh, no rain, nothing. It's it's gonna be quite warm. Twenty five degrees. That's pretty warm for Lambeau Field in January. So who do I got winning this game? I have got I've got Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay and Tom Brady are going to the Super Bowl. Um, and here is why. Again, stylistic wise, this is just not a good matchup for Green Bay. I don't, their offensive line has been good, but I don't know if they can handle the amount of pressure and blitzes that Todd Bowles put on them. Because remember, when Todd Bowles put those huge blitzes on them in week six, they completely were just overwhelmed and didn't know what to do with it. And now they've lost their best offensive lineman, David Bakhtiari. I know there's been good subbing for, uh, subbing for him on the offensive line, but I just don't think they're going to be able to handle the rush. Um, as far as inactives go, I know Antonio Brown is not playing for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but he hasn't been the main, main threat. It's been Mike Evans. So I don't know if that's really going to affect for it. I don't know, really know if that's going to affect them, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers offense. I know JPP didn't practice on, um, on, uh, on Thursday for the Buccaneers, but I still, I still think he's probably going to play knowing him. So that's. That's that's that. Uh, I know Vita Vey is going to be playing as well. So the inside, when those big guys are playing up front, it's so hard to run the football on because you can't just run in. You can't run up the middle. You got to go out wide. So Aaron Jones, AJ Dillon, you got to go outside. So that's why I'm going to take the Tampa Bay Buccaneers just because I think that their offense will do enough to contain Rodgers because they'll be able to put pressure on him. The one thing the Rams couldn't do was put pressure on him. Aaron Donald was not 100%, and the front four couldn't get to him. But I think the I think the Buccaneers will be able to get to him with the blitz. They'll get to him with the blitz. They'll rough him up. Uh, Tom, uh, it won't be a horrible game for Rodgers, but I think Tampa Bay is going to the Super Bowl and we get a Brady-Mahomes matchup in the Super Bowl. So yeah, final score, let's go with 24-21 Tampa Bay. I think Tampa Bay wins it late. That's, that's my prediction. Also, just because I still don't trust... <laughs> also, I, I still think the Packers... Like Lazard, I think Lazard and Valdez and MVS Marcus Valdez Scantling are going to drop a couple balls. They're going to change the momentum. I think it's going to be something like that. So that's that. Those are my final picks on the day. I'm going to go through them one more time. Chiefs 31-27 and pa- and pa- oh, not Patriots. I almost said Patriots and um, Buccaneers 24-20. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. I know it was a little bit of a short one. Wasn't that much to talk about. Uh, Have a nice weekend, and I'll see you guys next weekend where we will recap the conference championships and preview the Super Bowl because there's no game next week. Next week's the Pro Bowl, and the Pro Bowl's canceled anyway. So, yeah. Thank you guys for listening, and I'll see you next week.